0: welcome to the new life digging deeper podcast where we take sunday sermons a step further giving you the opportunity to gain greater understanding and ultimately grow your relationship with jesus well hello everyone thank you for joining me today on the digging deeper podcast Uh, i am brian wilmarth i'm the senior pastor here at new life church uh, it's good to be with you today. So when I'm recording this, we're a few days after our our sermon on Sunday, and uh, you know the the weather last week was so hot, and now it's suddenly shifted into fall feeling kinds of weather. Um, I don't know about you, but I just appreciate that. Now, not that I just jumped on to talk about the weather or anything, but uh, more just uh, sharing with you that I've found a lot of. Joy and the the goodness of the Lord as the seasons change and uh, we get changes of weather and stuff like that. So anyway, enough about the weather. Glad you're here. Um, glad you're joining me today. Uh, so I'm going solo today. Um, I'm going to share just some reflections on the message. And uh, we've just finished up our series on mission and. Um, Really like digging into what is this call that Jesus has for us as Christians, um, who are part of His body, part of the church. Uh, what is what is our purpose? What what is it uh, that He gives us to do um, as part of His work in redeeming the world? And so that's what this series has been about. It's been about um, participating in the work of the kingdom. And so the way we defined the mission itself was that um, we we are to make disciples now. This isn't simply just making converts, like people who uh, you know, check a box. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll come to church and I'll, I'll call myself a Christian and all that kind of stuff. That's not, that's not what we're looking for. That's not what Jesus is looking for. We're looking for people who are fully devoted who are sold out for him? Who want to follow him in all of life? And it's not even just about getting people, but it's about participating in the redemption of the world. Um, and so that's what this whole mission is all about. And so we really focused on the people portion, the the look of us pursuing and making disciples. And uh, you know, I, I'm curious for for many of you, if you've grown up in church, you've probably heard. Uh, a sermon or sermon series on mission, on making disciples. You've heard it on global missions and how we're to support that and be about sharing the gospel. And then you probably heard about the call to share our faith and and those things are all embedded within that. But if you're like me, like I heard, I've heard those in in my time growing up in in the Lord, and they're great and and they're super helpful and it's it's a really good reminder. But it also felt like there was more. To the story, and I hope that this ser- series has captured that there is more than just giving some money to some missionaries and learning how, the four spiritual laws of, of how to share your faith. You know, I, I, this is a this is a broader, bigger kind of thing that that God is doing in and through us in the world, and it's about bringing people back to Himself, and it's about redeeming creation and the wholeness of all that God has created back to himself. He's bringing the kingdom, which is a way of life. And it's his rule and reign. Like all of these things are, are embedded with the mission. And uh, so we, we were able to touch on some of those things, but not go deeply exploring all that. But I'll, just, I'll share that one of my reflections on thinking about this series is how much it is so much bigger than just sometimes the simple box that we'll put it in. So we absolutely need to learn to share our faith for the sake of helping people come to know and experience the grace and love of Jesus. And and it's us participating in the work of redeeming the brokenness in the world in people's individual lives and in in, uh, larger like communal kinds of things too. And so we get to be a part of all of that. And so I hope if nothing else, that you caught a glimpse that this whole mission thing, it's so much bigger than just... Uh, one little piece or one little mechanism, one little thing that we're supposed to do. Um, And so I just hope you kind of got, caught a vision of that. Um, You, you, you see and and experience the goodness of God in a bigger and multifaceted kind of way. So that's one thing I hope that as we've concluded this series that you're taken away from it and experiencing in a greater way, but also thinking about the specific role that we can play of, of sharing the faith of helping people come to know Jesus, but not just stopping there of, of converting. And now I'm sitting in a, in a seat and on a worship service Sunday morning kind of thing. Um, but we're actually participating in growing and, and growing deep and following Jesus. So, um, and this, this last week, um, the, final, the final message really kind of hopefully brought home all of these different ideas we've been exploring to see that we are, we are missionaries um, sent right where we are. That's the big idea uh, of the message. We're, we're missionaries, we're on mission, but we're sent right where we are. God has placed us right where we are Um, for a purpose. And there might be a variety of elements to that purpose. It it may not just be one simple thing, but maybe it is. I don't know. Um, But I do think God is moving intentionally and he leverages where we are. He leverages our skill sets, our personalities, our experiences. He leverages our positions and our relationships. And he says, here, like these are all opportunities for you to be my hands and feet, to be a light to those around you. And, and so I hope really by the end of the series that you, you've caught that, especially with this last message. So uh, I want to reflect just a little bit more on that idea of that we're sent right where we are. Um, so for me, and I shared this a little bit, you know, um, I had a good friend who I grew up with. He's now a missionary and and there's several other folks that I have come across in my own life who are global missionaries. They are, are in another place. They've left their home and relocated to a new place often in another country. And this is a huge, big thing. You know, the call that God might place on someone's life to, to relocate, Yourself, maybe your family, if you've got kids, and to to be in a new place with a new group of people, often a new language, a new culture, things you've got to learn and adapt to. Um, like they are sent. There And that is part of the work of God. We are going to people who've never heard about him. There's some people who are, are called to be missionaries to people who've never, ever even remotely come across the name of Jesus. Like they're doing great work. And it's incredible. And we, as a church, need to be supporting that. And we do. We've we've got several global mission partners, some local partners that we come alongside as they share the gospel, plant churches, train leaders, and and really doing some incredible work to help um, contribute to the work that God is doing. So they're participating with the Lord in those ways. But I'm curious for you, if you're more like me, like you've not really felt that call um, and and for me and I kind of shared this a little bit but it, there's inevitably a, a moment that comes in anyone who's pursuing vocational full-time formal ministry like I am you know I'm, I've become a pastor um, it feels like everybody at some point who goes to seminary and kind of explores that wrestles with that question along the way should I go somewhere else? Like, should I be a global missionary? Should I go move to another country or or another place? Uh, I think we all wrestle with that at some point. Um, Some people don't perhaps, but uh, many of us who are pursuing pastoral ministry do I think wrestle with that question, um, and maybe you have too. Maybe not. Maybe that's just never really come across your mind before. Um, but maybe you have too. And and I'm curious, even too, in some of these contexts where it's like, hey, I'm hearing the call to make disciples or or share my faith or be on mission. And, and does that thought just kind of creep up, like, oh, the missionaries are those who are going far away? I'm hopeful that you probe into that question and and honestly seek the lord into that but i'm i'm betting that many of us are going to land on the same answer it's like no i don't feel called I don't sense god's called for me to go somewhere different and that was that was true of me like as i probed the question for myself like i i realized pretty clearly like no i'm not i'm not supposed to this is not my call it's not what god has asked me to do um, but he has asked me to be a um, worker for his kingdom where I am. And I, I feel pretty confirmed in that call. And so, um, some of us, that is our call. Some of us, we are, um, supposed to be sent right where we are, or stay where we are, but I appreciate that shift in language. And I hope, um, I hope this is meaningful for you. It's not simply just, okay, some go and some stay. And we narrated that, that idea. Um, but actually we are sent right where we are. We're not supposed to just stay and it's like, okay, resign ourselves to that fact of like, you know, letting go like, no, let's intentionally choose being sent in our place. We are no longer just living where we are by happenstance, but rather intentionally we are choosing to be missionaries beyond mission where we are We're not relocating. We're not moving per se. We're not, you know, necessarily, um, changing everything in our lives but can we have a different mindset about i am sent to my neighbors i am sent to my workplace i am sent to my school i am sent to the people that i rub shoulders with regularly and those maybe with whom I don't regularly interact. Um, It's, it's, it's a mindset shift. Uh, And that was my hope. And that's the one, that's one of the things that I've learned or reflected on um, as I'm thinking about this, like, man, I'm, I'm not just where I am just because like, no, God, God is calling me to intentionality. And I hope the language of being sent spurs that intentionality. Um, So anyway, I, I hope, I hope that's part of the mindset that you're walking in with um, now to this kind of conversation. Like we are, we are missionaries. We're on mission and and we're sent intentionally right where we are. Um, and, And that's part of what I hope we're all walking away with from this message series, um, this particular sermon, um, and the work that I think God is trying to tee up for us as a church. Because um, this series, here is pull back a curtain a little bit. This series was intentional. We chose to to address this uh, this topic and exploration because we feel that God is is leading us as a church to be discipled, to grow up, to be invested in, to be um, maturing in Him for the sake of others. Not just for our own sakes and it's like, okay, I get to look better and, and be more like Jesus when I get to heaven. You're like, hey, look how great I did. That is not the goal. The goal is to grow up because that's what's right and best, but for the sake of others. I mean, that's what Jesus is all about. He himself came down. He, was, he is God and he was on the throne and he came down. He incarnated. He became human for our sake that's philippians 2 and that's what it's pointing to for this this sharing uh towards others and this um creating a, a pathway of rescue for other people that's what he's about he's about other people and i think we're to embody that as well we're to see ourselves as missionaries sent right where we are for the sake of other people not simply just for our own our own sakes um and so i just i share that as i'm reflecting on it like that's part of the conviction i think i feel god stirring in me as i'm thinking about all all that he's taught me all that he's leading um in my own life and my own heart like man it's not simply just for me it's for the next person it's the person sitting next to me it's the person that i'm going to interact with like how can I be a benefit to them? So that's, I think, one thing that God is stirring in our church as we step into this next chapter together is can we be for the sake of the other? Can we be for the sake of other people? Can we be others-centered? And mission, being on mission, um, making disciples, is not simply for our own sake, but it's to share the joy, the goodness, the love that, that Jesus offers and how that is better. Like He saves us. He redeems us. This is what's right and good. And this is part of the work that he's doing. And we get to join him in that for the benefit of other people. So I sense that this is, this is part of our calling as a church. We, we want to be going after this. And so we intentionally chose this message series and, and preached on it um, to cultivate this mindset because I do think as we're moving forward into the future, this, this will be a component for us that Jesus is going to continue to cultivate and, and help us pursue in a meaningful kind of way. So... We don't want to be for our sake. We don't want to build up our own name. We want to build up the name of Jesus, and we are all contributing to that as a church. And so, um, I'm just curious now, maybe to transition the conversation a little bit. Um, you know, that's part of why we we did this. But I, I'm I'm hopeful that this will be the first conversation of many about what does this mean for us to be on mission and. And how do we continue to push into this and equip ourselves into that? So, um, you know, I'm, I'm curious if you reflecting on this last sermon um, just thought of those kinds of people who, um, man, who, who do I rub shoulders with? Who, who am I connected to and, and who might be ready to have some conversation? And maybe you don't know of anybody who's ready for conversation, but can you show them the gospel by the way that you live? By the words that you speak, how you carry yourself, can you model and um, demonstrate Jesus to other people around you? Um, I hope that those are some of the kinds of takeaways, but I, I hope you're also wrestling with, man, I don't know how I do that, or, or man, I feel like there are times when I fall short of that. Um, as much as it's probably hard in those moments, I think that's some of the best stuff that we can do is just allow is to allow the Lord to meet us in these kinds of moments where uh, we feel inadequate. We feel like we fall short. We feel that we we don't measure up because I think in our moments of failure, of weakness, that's when he shows up in an incredible way. You know, it's like my my grace is sufficient for you. My, my power is made perfect in weakness. That's second Corinthians. And, and, the Lord was speaking that to Paul when Paul was faced with what he called a thorn in his flesh and, and something that he was wrestling through in a significant kind of way. And he's like, Lord, take this away. But he's like, no, I'm, I'm not going to, because this, I'm going to leverage for your good. I'm going to help you grow. And so if you're feeling like walking out of this series, like, man, I don't, I don't know who, I don't know how I'm, I'm feeling inadequate. That is one of the best Places to be. I admittedly feel that to some degree. Like I'm, I preached this series. I preached in this series, and you know, kind of al- allowed this to, to formulate, and and the Lord guided me in it. And I'm feeling convicted by it too. Like, man, do I do I do this? Do I really embody it? And there are times when I don't. Um, and so this is like, Lord, help me, help me to to pursue this in a meaningful way. So, you know, I've shared this before that my family, we just moved and uh, we're in a new house, new neighborhood, and um, we have new neighbors that we can get to know. And some we've been able to meet quickly and others we haven't yet connected with, but um, I'm just feeling like, man, can I just know my neighbors? Not to make them a project like, okay, I need to convert my whole street here, Um, but rather like, can I see and look for opportunities where the Lord is working? Where is his grace evident? Where is his um, his spirit moving? Where where is the Holy Spirit creating open doors or open opportunities that maybe I can just join in the process? Um, I'm I'm attempting to cultivate that kind of mindset, and the way that I'm doing that is, um, I think, first and foremost, like as I meet my neighbors, I'm I'm writing their names down, just like okay, I want to remember their names, um, and so when we interact, like, hey, can I? Can I call you by name and, and can we build on the relationship that we're starting to form? And, and I want to be then praying for them by name. And so that's one of the things that I'm, I, I think we can do, um, is, is simply pray and, and not just pray like, oh, okay, thank you for, for Cindy, Lord. And, and the fact that I got to meet this, this person and, um, it, but can we pray, Lord, would you show up in, in her life in a meaningful way? Um, I don't know how much she's experienced you before, but God, whatever it is, would you go further? And can I be a part of that? Like that simple kind of prayer, like something like that, just praying that the Lord would work in someone's life. I think that's where we start. And and maybe you're already doing that. If you're not, then like start there, like by name, maybe pray for your neighbors, pray for coworkers or pray for the people that God has put on your, on your heart. Um, But, pray particularly lord would you open a door here would you create an opportunity for you to step in and if i'm a part of that great if i'm not that's okay i'm praying and that is that is meaningful rich work so if you already do that great continue to do that and pray into those opportunities and watch for them if you're already praying for somebody it's likely that the lord is helping you to see Cause prayer is not so much about like making sure that God's aware of something. He knows everything, right? Like prayer is not uh, showing something to God that he didn't already know. Prayer is actually probably showing us something that we need to see. And, and I think what happens in prayer is the act that we, we begin to see through God's eyes. He is changing us in prayer by praying prayer changes us. And I think that's one of the key ideas uh, that we can be reminded of, like by praying, we are joining in, in the transformation process of ourselves, our own hearts, our own minds, our own eyes to see. And so to me, when we pray, we are beginning to put on new eyes and we'll begin to see open doors and, and opportunities and, and allow God to, to create windows that maybe we didn't see before. And maybe we're a part of that and maybe we're not. But I think if we're doing that, I think that's a meaningful kind of thing. But for some of us, maybe we're already doing that, or we have established relationships, and maybe we just need to be praying for the courage or boldness to speak up. Um, so oftentimes, like there's opportunities I can think of, and you know, we we have a window. There's a moment where we can ask someone a question or or bring up something about Jesus, and and those can be really awkward. And 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 admittedly, like I think most of us are just probably awkward in it, but. If we're going in with the mindset of this person's not a project, the goal is not to convert them, but rather to express the love of Jesus, then I think there's a genuineness that comes with that. But admittedly, yeah, sometimes it, it's hard to do that. There's a fear that comes with that. There's a, there's a hesitation like, oh, is it going to change the relationship? Are they going to distance themselves? Yeah, that, that could happen. Um, but I think sometimes we need the courage. And again, the courage is not like, let me be obnoxious <laughs> and, and come over somebody with crazy like um, yeah, craziness or whatever, but rather like just genuine love and care for them. I want you to know about Jesus because he's the best thing in the entire world. He's gonna make life better. He, he promises eternal life, not just escaping from, from things, but like full abundant life here on earth. Like it can happen even now. Like that's what we're offering to people. And, and they want that. They may disagree or may suspect whether Jesus can really um, deliver that for them, but I think we just, we offer. And we, we with some boldness, with a bit of courage, say, hey, I, I just wanna share this with you. Like, here's what Jesus has done for me. And so um, are, we, are we willing to kind of cultivate that, that uncomfortable step and offer in courage and boldness Here's here's something that maybe someone else needs to hear. Again, don't be obnoxious, and and we're not trying to you know you know get someone to church and validate our own you know whatever on on all this kind of stuff. It's it's simply an option or an opportunity for us to share the goodness that we've experienced for their own sake. Um, and so yeah, like can we can we look for those opportunities and bring some courage? Ask the Lord to bring uh, courage to us when we feel that resistance, that hesitation, uh, I believe he will when we genuinely ask. So, um, I hope this series has been helpful so far and, and I hope it's spurring us to see these opportunities. And so if you, um, if you do have these opportunities and you are stepping in and you know, you're kind of like, I, I need to take a next step with somebody and I've got it right now. My, my encouragement to you would be to be working on your story and, and doing that apart from the conversation, like plan it out or write it out. Like if you journal or something like that, like take some time by yourself on a morning or an evening and just write out a few key bullet points of events, moments, um, ideas that, that characterize your own journey. And, And the way we framed it is let's talk about life before Jesus, then meeting Jesus. And then what life's been like after Jesus. And it's not all roses either. We're not trying to spin it but what we are doing is trying to represent what God has done in our lives. And so take the time to reflect. Where were you? What was life like for you? Where was, um, where was the heart and the brokenness that now you've met Jesus talk about that. But now that you've met Jesus, how he's been working on you and growing you and healing you, restoring you, making you more like him reflect on those kinds of things and just see. And if you have trouble, that's okay, but do the best you can. Um, But take whatever your story is and just share it. Be a witness like we talked about on Sunday. You are to testify. You are to share. Here's what Jesus has done in my life. I don't have all the answers. I don't have everything figured out. That is most appropriate. We're not trying to convince people into the kingdom as much as let me persuade you by what God has done, who he is, by his resurrection, that I think has way more power and I think moves people towards him in a greater way. And so work on your story, work on how you can communicate your story in a few minutes, maybe even how you could do it in 30 seconds, maybe how you could do it in 10 or 15 minutes and, and have some opportunity for dialogue and and interaction with a person. If it's more conversation over coffee, um, but be working on your story, because I think when the opportunity comes, we want to be ready. And this isn't something that um, you know God isn't going to help us with. Like He certainly will. So you know, invest in it. Do do your part, but then trust Him to move and work so um i hope those are just some helpful suggestions those are some things that i've been thinking on and i want to continue to work on um can i be ready to share my story and, and look for those opportunities those are things that i want the lord to help me with and so i hope you want that too um i hope this has been a helpful series and and as we kind of close the the door on this particular series we will revisit um these topics and conversations again down the road but I hope that we're just setting the stage for how the Lord might be wanting to work in and through us for the sake of his kingdom and for the work in the world that he wants to do. And uh, hopefully this series was a part of that. So, so glad that you've taken time today to join me for the podcast. Um, And thanks for listening to the series. If you've kept up with it all the way through, and if you didn't go back and listen on our, our podcast, we'd love to have you just join in the conversation and know What is we feel like God is stirring in us? Um, And I hope all of that's been super helpful. Maybe to tease now, where are we headed next? Uh, We're actually gonna begin a new series in the book of Colossians. So we're just gonna walk through the whole book and uh, hopefully this will also be part of the work that God is setting us up for in this next season. Colossians is all about growing deep. It's about maturity. It's about pursuing Jesus in all of life and and growing deep with him. And so we feel like this is a, a timely book for us to walk through as well because much of what we feel God is calling us to do is towards depth and maturity. Um, we're not simply just wanting to, to be shallow, casual followers of Jesus. We want to be sold out. We want to grow in him, become more and more like him, and so that's why we wanna teach on this and go after this in this series. Um, and so I'm really excited. We're gonna have uh, a good good time together exploring it and we'll have several, several of us preach throughout the, the series. And um, I just, I've, I've fallen in love with Colossians again after uh, digging into it on the front end. So I'm excited for the journey that we're gonna to take together. And I hope you look forward to it as well. Um, join us on Sunday mornings and in person we'd love to have you in the room at ten o'clock um, It'd be great to to share in this together but if you have to miss or for whatever reason you're not there on a Sunday the podcast is always available stay up on top of where we're covering and we hope that all of this is helpful to you know move towards jesus to to grow deep in him because that's what we want to do we want to help you do that so thank you again for joining me today uh, appreciate all of you church family and those of you who listen wherever you might be. We hope that you've been encouraged and edified by all of these conversations. So thanks and have a great day.